I'm going to try to not watch a lot of Lions this year is one of my strategies <laughs> for uh, for the package. <laughs> Matt, what's your package strategy this week? It's nut cutting time. My my package strategy is adjust discreetly. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. If it's wrong, I don't want to be right. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. There were four podcasts last week, Matt. And four. I have to say, I totally agree. Three is the right number. And then... As merited by events, he had an emergency podcast. It was 22 minutes long. I'm not saying I necessarily love the content, but it's totally what we are asking from Bill Simmons in the ringer, and I'm glad he did it. Except it was Bill's dad. Well, yeah, like I said, the content. <laughs> the first one was with Cousin Sal. Uh, the second one uh, was with a bunch of rich white men. The third one was <laughs> with House. Uh, and then Mallory Rubin, who I thought was a welcome addition to the uh, Friday podcast. Yeah, although I don't really understand what that segment is, but we can talk about it when we get there. It's just an idea to come up with extra content. I guess. But that yeah. said, I, I did like the content. And then, of course, the last one was very much, uh, obviously, an ad hoc, on-the-fly response to that at Antonio Brown, uh, which was perfect. I mean, that's that's really part of the benefit of the speed of the podcast medium. So kudos to you, Senor Simmons. Kudos. Did you ever eat, like, kudos yeah, bars? Yeah, the, the granolas? <laughs> They're delicious. Yeah. It's a Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Here we go. Oh. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. The first one, a welcome return, as we said, to the Guest Alliance pod with Sal. Uh, that was one hour, 35 minutes and five seconds. Perfect time. Mm. Bill. Oh, Matt. Wow. Right off the bat. Speaking of perfect time, there were plenty of things that everyone found delicious in the past week, including Mr. Simmons and many of his guests. Listen here. Mm. Nothing. After the trade. So right off the bat, uh, in the first podcast of the week, Bill calls the Bill Simmons podcast, the BS podcast. Tonight's very special edition of the BS podcast. You got it wrong. He then talks at 114 during an ad for Yahoo about a fantasy dream. Drive down the field. Score yourself a fantasy dream. Yahoo, money well spent. dream about trees. At 148, Bill manages to get the names for Kevin Clark and Robert Mays backward. Kevin Mays, Robert Clark. He assigns the wrong last name to each man and then demands that Kyle keep it in. Robert Mays, Kevin Clark, Robert Mays and Kevin Clark. Did I really say Kevin Mays and Robert Clark? In front of my own eyes. Don't even take that out. I'm turning 50 this month. This is get used to this America. I'm going to keep screwing up names. As evidence of Bill's dementia. (laughs) My, My notes say Bill messes up names. Then he says, don't take it out. Do they ever, question mark? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they do, Matt. If they do, man, I would love to hear the blooper reel. Yes, that's what what this made me think of, was like, what does the unedited Bill Simmons podcast sound like? (laughs) Like, this implies that they take out. What? (laughs) Yeah, maybe for his 50th birthday, we'll get to hear some of that. At 314, first, 
no but, our friends from Pearl Jam. At 3.35, we get to find out that they are taping this at 5.30 Pacific time, although as per Bill's uh, nomenclature, PT, never Pacific time, never West Coast time. We're taping this 5.30 PT. Also, why do we care? (laughs) Uh, At 6.22, Bill comes up with the logical reasons that Bill O'Brien would make a hasty trade where the assets that he gets in return for Jadavian Clowney are less than Clowney's worth. And he says that if he loses, if he does a bad job with the trade outcome and is fired, who cares? And then he says, if the Texans win, if he goes 11 and five or 12 and four, then, you know, they, then he'll be around anyway. He'll still be around <laughs> with bad assets. I feel like it really works well. If one outcome uh, occurs and the other one is just sort of like, I guess that's fine. I think the, the second outcome that works out is they won. The, the win-win situation here is if it gets f***ed up, I'm going anyway. So who cares if I don't have these assets? If we win, we've won. I'll worry about later to later. Yeah, but he doesn't, but he doesn't no, make he, that argument. Oh, please, Chris. <laughs> don't think I was defending Bill. <laughs> okay, good. I was worried. At 11.39, somehow Bill's discussion of someone's record devolves into points on a compass. So at that point, you just have to go 500 the rest of the way. At 1902, Bill swallows and continues to talk. And I really like their team. I like their weapons. And I don't know why. He felt the swallow coming and said, (laughs) I'm going to power through it. (laughs) He felt the swallow coming. Weird. (laughs) Bill made the uh, command decision to change the name of Dual Threat, the Ryan Russillo podcast, to the Ryan Russillo podcast. (laughs) He was like, you couldn't think of anything? We turn the Dual Thread podcast into the Ryan Rosillo podcast. That's what it's called. It just it just feels so on the nose. I mean, why not name the Ringer website about sports and culture dot com? <laughs> I'll bet you that convention. domain name is available. At 2120, 13-year-old girl Bill says this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> At 2145, Bill still very anti-snake draft, very pro- auction because more people do snake traps believe it or not still well, they're losers he is in two two fantasy leagues he's mentioned this a couple times he's in the one with the famous people that where somebody gets kicked out that's yep. a true auction draft i'm not sure if kyle is his teammate in that one or a different one but he does say he has lamar jackson on both teams he's never mentioned the other prices how much did he pay in the other non-famous person kick you out of the league league i think kyle is his partner in the ringer league I don't think the other one is an auction because if it were, we would hear about it. Yeah. So you think he's a hypocrite? Well, not just for this reason, Matt, <laughs> but yes, I do. At 2639, snort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At 3147, there are three Matts who are NFL coaches. Is that the most for anyone's name? There's three Matts who are NFL coaches. Is that the most for anybody's name out of all the coaches? Immediately. No. <laughs> What's the point? There's two other names that are tied with three. I don't understand the point of this. I will say this. Great job, Matt. Bill disagrees at 3240. Matt, he does not believe is the best name for a coach. Matt doesn't feel like a coach name, right? Maybe if it was Matthew. I strongly disagree. You're a coach. Uh, I haven't for the last couple of years, but I was. Coach Chris, not a good coaching name, not a good coach. At 3950, Bill points out again the time. It's 6.09 on a Monday. We're taping this now. It's 6.09 on uh, on Monday. So, Bill, what time <laughs> zone? What? At least tell us what coast you're on. How are we supposed to be able to Which evaluate this information? Is it? Uh, at one hour and 16 seconds, 
a laugh, followed by a snort. <laughs> You're a lunatic. I know. Uh-huh. More terrifying in slow motion. <laughs> You're a lunatic. I know. Uh-huh. Well, it's not technically slow motion, I guess. It's it's just slowed down audio. Yes. At one hour and 30 seconds during an ad read for CBS Sports HQ. Is he out of breath? Not always for the better. Lots of yelling. Beating topics in the ground. Hot takes. And I'm not even sure the host believed. Well, CBS Sports HQ. It sounded less out of breath and more like, I have reached the peak and now I'm coming down. <laughs> At 101.32, there's another ad for Allbirds new Trino socks. Bill, almost 100% botch on these ads. I'm not sure why versatility is in this ad. Have a listen. Their products are made from premium natural materials. They're better for the planet. Versatility. It was like sentence, sentence, word, sentence. <laughs> At 101.45, still the Allbirds ad. Footwear, technically one word. Bill disagrees. <laughs> Design qualities for Allbirds. Their footwear products are total. It almost sounded like an edit. And in the third botch of the same ad, still Allbirds. <laughs> At 102.14, this is a long ad, Bill brings his wife into the conversation. That is to say, the concept of his wife. I don't think she's ever actually appeared on no. uh, a recording. Uh, and he says this. I don't even understand what they means. What they means? <laughs> Does he mean what that means or what they mean? It's unclear. At 107.32, there's a discussion about Gunner, somebody or another, who's a Gunner, a special teams guy for the Patriots. And Bill thinks what happened is they put him in a laboratory. It's like they put him in a lab. They did just put all the ingredients to be like a guy who might make the Patriots as an undrafted free agent. See, he gets it wrong again. He thinks they made him in a lab. <laughs> but why would you put him in a lab? Maybe it's some sort of like magic lab with a bunch of gamma radiation and you just go in it and then it changes you. Matt, That's not Matt, magic, by the way. I do not want to talk <laughs> about gamma radiation because on the most recent podcast I was listening to today, he talks about how so-and-so, I can't remember the player's name, drank the Hulk serum <laughs> and the nerd in me welled up in rage, recognizing there is no Hulk serum. Of course not. By the ghost of Bruce Banner. <laughs> At 109.58, Juju Smith-Schuster, the apparent number one receiver of the Pittsburgh Steelers that didn't really play like that this Tough weekend, week. actually has a hyphenated last name. It's a compound last name. Uh-huh. I said it right. Smith-Schuster. Right. Bill, no. If Schuster can really emerge... At 113.35, Bill's talking about a documentary about drafts, which is perfectly <laughs> in line with his narcissistic personality disorder. But when something goes awry, the wheels come off. Not this. How the wheels came apart last year. We- <laughs> they just collapse. At 123.20, are you surprised that Bill allowed his 11-year-old son to have access to an app with an assigned credit card so that he'd buy singular burritos. But that's coming off your phone. <laughs> so fucking insane. Are we just living in a different reality from this guy? I, I mean, think or that, vice versa? It's gotta be, right? He has gotta be like the most spoiled kid on earth. I think the thing about the burrito incident <laughs> that I don't understand is what is the home environment where Ben Simmons thinks, yeah, I can do this. It's not so much, oh, you let him have access to this. But the, I mean, Ben Simmons, in his headspace, he thinks, I can do this and it won't be a problem. Yep. That's a problem. Well, the kid is a liar. <laughs> yes. I mean, and I don't, I don't wish to speak like ill of time. a child who I don't know, but his father has described him as a liar, which is a, a problem not from the child's perspective. The child doesn't know any better. He's being taught poorly 
yes. or parented poorly by the parents who should not sort of brag about the, <laughs> their uh, son's ethical or moral shortcomings, what they should do is correct it. Like the time he threw the PlayStation controller at the TV and broke it and then claimed that he threw it at the ground and it bounced perfectly <laughs> and smashed the TV. Or the time he held a broken phone and dropped it down the stairs <laughs> yes. and then told his mom that's how it broke, even though what he really did was throw it and break it. <laughs> Man, if my kid broke a $100 phone, yeah. it would be ass-whipping time. Yes. And I say that <laughs> euphemistically, there would be no corporal punishment. <laughs> the second part of the week was with rich person Steve Nash, rich person Brian Koppelman, rich person David Levian, and Chris Ryan. I was unable to distinguish between Brian Koppelman and David Levian. Could not figure it out. There was no effort ever, <laughs> at any point made to permit us to, but the pod was one hour, 43 minutes, and 12 seconds, so it's not like there was a chance for them to do that. I like Steve Nash, though. He was fine, but it was just sort of run of the mill. 235 Pearl Jam at 1937, when Bill is talking to Steve about uh, European Champions League or ECL and Steve Nash's uh, fandom for Tottenham Hotspur, who made the Champions League final last year but lost to Liverpool, Bill manages to turn the story into a story about Bill Simmons. My only experience that's even relatively similar to that, just being on live TV when something super personal is happening to you, is I was doing the NBA draft for ESPN the day they traded Pearson Garnett. At 21-12, Bill calls it the champion's final. The champion's the final. It's not the champion's final. It's the champion's league final or the ECL final or the European Champions League final. They never call it the champions. Sports guy, you should know better. And he sort of portends to be a soccer guy or at least a casual soccer guy. Well, I think portends means to foresee. I Whatever. think what you mean is he pretends. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> At 39.20, you know what's a good idea? Bill Simmons' idea. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had a good idea. In this case, it's to have a fictional billionaire appear on his real podcast as a part of the plot for Billions. <laughs> I feel like this might benefit Bill <laughs> slightly more than Billions. Yes. But as he never says, but should have, <laughs> you can't spell Billions without Bill. <laughs> I like that. Speaking of Bill creating stories about himself, Bill at one point asked Steve Nash, this is really great. This is like what ESPN does, where ESPN will create a story and then make that story a narrative and then control the, the media for three days with it. Bill says... I mean, that sounds like you're agreeing with Bill Simmons and his well, ESPN Well, he conspiracy. does sometimes say that, but then he does it here because what he says to Nash is, do you buy the Durant narrative? The Durant narrative is... Durant got to Golden State, thought this is going to be great, and then realized this is Steph Curry's team. I'm never going to be able to win this town over. It's never going to be my town. If I really want to be the guy, I have to go somewhere else. Bill created that narrative, Chris. <laughs> that is not a narrative I have ever heard reported anywhere else. Steve Nash, do you buy the Durant narrative? Nash kind of just doesn't know what to say because he's not aware of it because Bill has created it. And Bill also said at one point to Steve Nash, you switch teams once and then describes two times when he switched teams. <laughs> uh, at 40 minutes and 39 seconds, Bill points out that getting old is tough. Like, for instance, when somebody who was your age is a professional athlete and you begin to see that person's abilities decline. And then this. And then from down there, it's just... A series of anti-victories. As someone pointed out on the Bill Simmons subreddit, there's another word for anti-victories, Matt. Can you come up with it? Defeats. Losses. losses. <laughs> At 42.15, Bill points out that, that his son, Ben, who we've already discussed and frankly criticized at length <laughs> on this podcast, uh, has hit a point in his life 
where he has assumed the mantle of Simmons Hood. He's at that stage now where he thinks he's knows more than anybody who's running any of AEW and WWE, NXT. Like he always thinks he has a better answer. Matt, can you think of anyone, perhaps a, a host of a very popular sports <laughs> and culture related podcast, who thinks he knows more than people in sports? I could probably name somebody. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> you know what? It's probably a genetic condition that only runs on the male side. Yes. We've never heard anything <laughs> about the females. It's like a uh, Simpsons disease. <laughs> At 5129, either Koppelman or the other guy, Levian, points out that Bill used to be a good writer. And I agree. I remember when you were a writer. You were, yeah. you were a great writer, back, by back the way. Back in the day. Before back you were a great career. writer. Yeah. Really, people, people, kids who are listening now don't understand how good a writer oh, you thanks. were. Which thanks, isn't Scott, such man. a compliment, because really what it's saying is <laughs> you've abandoned all of I've your true... Yeah. The, the true thing that made you special. Well, I really enjoyed reading Bill's stuff. And in fact, I enjoy listening to him. Sometimes... Hate listening, but always enjoy it. At 5222, <laughs> during a discussion of Bill as a writer, it's pointed out that he used to be someone who was seen as outside uh, the circle with access. And so he had a different perspective, and that was really his unique peg. Mm-hmm. The thing that he's done the best in the last decade is have access. Well, now, I also changed my idea of not getting to know people who were in yes. the, It actually was the most interesting thing I did this yeah. decade, was probably the Kevin Durant, to know a lot of different people. It's the best thing ever. In other words, what he thinks makes him stand out in the last 10 years is being just like everyone yes. else. Great job. <laughs> At 59.13, Bill makes uh, a comparison that, that it's like the Soho house for human beings. It's like the Soho house for human beings? The Soho house is a hotel chain and a group of private <laughs> members clubs. And as far as I can tell, it's for people too. <laughs> it's for human beings. <laughs> maybe he's making a point that ce- celebrities are different from hi- human yeah. beings. Or maybe he's making the point that rich people are different from human beings, which of course means he is different from human beings because he is rich. At 101.43, Bill is ready for the center to snap the ball. Hot writing scripts. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like hot, hot, hot. <laughs> At 116.35, I have no idea what this means. Matt, you tell me. I'm from the Midwest. I've never heard this uh, cliche or turn of phrase. Maybe it's a real thing. That was like nut, nut cutting time. Yeah. Like it sounds like a horrible, horrible documentary. I have never heard nut cutting time. Matt, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Nut cutting time is time to gather nuts <laughs> before they are taken by other animals or buried in snow. Or Not what I anticipated. Idiomatic. Time to exert maximum effort, for example, due to an approaching deadline or a looming competitive situation. I guess it's a thing. I've never heard it. At 122.37, while talking to Kevin Clark, Bill points out he's happy to have basketball back. It's been such a long wait since the June 20th draft (laughs) when this podcast was released September 4th. At 125.20, this word. With. (laughs) Yes. Why just say the word again, dude? With. At 126.06, a swallow. Thousand. Where it was definitely like old generation, new generation. But if you go back and watch some of the 96 games. At 127 and uh, zero seconds, Bill begins his railing against his ability to criticize professional athletes. Because we're not allowed to criticize professional athletes anymore. It's an odd position for him to, to hold such a grudge about. His whole career has been about criticism of professional athletes or comparison of professional athletes or criticism of people in power with regard to professional athletes, athletes, be it commissioners or owners or coaches or who agents potentially. But now he's taking this hard line that people are, are after people who criticize athletes. 
It's bullshit. It's like, a straw man argument. It's like the comedy thing. It's it's Bill uh, ha- has taken the mantle of comedians saying, I can't be funny anymore. I can't make edgy jokes and hoisted it upon himself. At 127.25. Wait, Matt. Are we allowed to criticize him? We are still, right? We are. I think that's okay. okay no one has stopped us, at least. <laughs> of course, no one seems to care. <laughs> but that's a different issue. At 127.25, he botches this ad for CBS Sports HQ. Sports television is uh, changing that always. At 136.15, he talks through a burp. This one is like, the, they have, might have two of the best five teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So, and... <laughs> again it snuck up on him <laughs> and now a professional speaks that's what's happened when you've had so much su- the success that they've had matt will be back with the bill simmons podcast podcast right after this voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore options like early voting mail-in voting and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity how to vote a tool created by Democracy Works breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. In the third podcast of the week, the third and last regular podcast of the week, Bill is joined first by House for Friday Roland, which thankfully House does not pronounce as he typically does, and we will not Imitate him on this podcast because it is absolutely grating. <laughs> and then by a new segment, Mallory's Most Intriguing. Mallory is just enthusiastic enough uh, for me to enjoy it. As if that matters. This podcast, <laughs> one hour, 57 minutes and 43 oh. seconds. Pearl Jam at 2.36. At 4.22, this laugh. <laughs> which, as you would expect, is spooky when you slow it down. At 6.17, the swallow. You're going to unleash David Montgomery, who everybody loved coming out of college, who was a huge. At 7.20, Bill is talking about how Jake DeLome, <laughs> who was at one point uh, the quarterback for the Panthers and did very well until he inexplicably uh, stopped being able to play football. Bill says this. It just was clear he kind of lost, lost the steering wheel. Where do you think the steering wheel went? <laughs> So I, I just imagine a guy driving a car and then being like, well, shit, I can't remember where it is. Then I thought, what would happen if you were driving a car and you lost the steering wheel and the wheels fell apart? Wow, man, that's a double cliche botch. I like the way you tied it together at 13 minutes and two seconds, the swallow. Where he just sails the ball or throws it to the other team. He's known to do that. At 16 minutes and 30 seconds, Bill can't say microbial. That are naturally anti-microbial. Now, it would help if he were able to say it because he's being paid to say it. Haynes has silver in their underpants or something like that, and it helps microbes from forming in your crotch. Not entirely (laughs) sure that that's legit, but (laughs) it does seem like the kind of thing where if you also have lavender oil, it cures your cold. Luckily, he has Kyle to help him say microbial. Anti-microbial. Microbial? A double down on failure. They finally get it right and leave it in because, hey, Haynes, I guess they don't really need your money. At 1929, a swallow. The people in a fantasy league. At 21 minutes and three seconds, during a discussion of Antonio Brown, 
Bill wonders if Brown's increasingly erratic behavior has something to do with the fact that he is repeatedly hitting the head playing football. You see football players with all the all the knowledge we have about, you know, how bad re- repeated hits to the head are. And then you see somebody who has just been all over the map and he's been all over the map really since last year. That's an interesting point. And there have been some discussions on this podcast and, and other news media or sports media about Brown's behavioral issues. And it's interesting that he brings this point up that it could be as a result of football injuries. That being said, he says it with a background of, I would let my son play football. <laughs> How can this be? Because it's not a hundred times more dangerous than the cross yeah. or whatever he said. Yeah. Absurd. <laughs> if you think it's causing personality disorders, yes. please don't let your child play. At 2633, just to show you the range the Bill Simmons podcast podcast <laughs> has when it comes to criticism of the Bill Simmons podcast. Bill Simmons talks while burping. I think they might actually be better off suspending him so that they don't get hit with the cap for him. <laughs> and that was even worse than I remember. <laughs> at 32-19, the second Monday night game starts at 10-15 Eastern. It starts at 10-15 uh, ET. <laughs> at 40 minutes and 28 seconds, he swallows. Chubb in my fantasy league. You might be able to guess who's involved. But I will tell you my lineup on Sunday night when we're doing the pod with Sal. Come in and try to kick our ass. Guess what? You won't. You can play against me, Sal, and the trifecta in the Ringer Listener League on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash Ringer. At 41 minutes and 19 seconds, I can't really criticize him, except I'm going to. His voice cracks when saying the word Bengals. The Bengals are, are... Then points out, or I should say punts out, that they are nine punt underdogs. Nine pun underdogs and Saint at forty six fifty nine. The ground is being paved. The ground is being paved for at one hundred three twenty eight. Matt, how many H's in sports HQ? Possibly more than one. That's what Bill thinks. Have a listen. Wanted to tell you about CBS Sports HQ at one fourteen forty two. We don't tend to go after the guests on the Bill Simmons podcast podcast, but sorry, Mallory, you snort directly into the microphone. Lamar Shiv. <laughs> And Joe Flacco is uh, is poor Kendall. At one nineteen sixteen, probably to make her feel better, Bill manages yet again to digest audibly. Isn't that great how this worked out? Lamar gets his team. Yeah. Matt, I have never heard of Revtown Jeans, but they are a sponsor. And are. this is the first time I have ever heard Bill do an ad read for them. And he fucks it up. That's where Revtown comes, comes in. Just re-record it, dude. They're paying you. Re-record it. It's fine. It's free. At one thirty three. <laughs> Bill is desperate to finish this statement, despite the fact that he apparently has no more air in his lungs or possibly is once again burping. <laughs> that does not deter. He is a man of indomitable spirit. I have a celebration. I'll be like, oh, it's on with these guys. At 131.50, Bill mentions a burka. If you're Bless. listening in, the, in, in a burka right now in the, in the mountains somewhere in Tibet. But I don't think Bill knows what a burka is because I think he means parka. <laughs> Or at least something involving cold. But he definitely does not mean a full body covering that, uh, that women followers of Islam yes. use. Yes. At 134.48, Bill, the 13-year-old girl, again. Okay. At 137.59, this snort. For sure. Two. At 140.39, swallows. One. And then people overreact to the lions and then things settle down as the next few games go along. At 141.32, I'm not sure Bill understands what cowboys do. 
like a horse running through the wilderness, just knocking over yeah. cowboys. I think what they do traditionally is round up cattle yes. and drive them from one place to another while riding a horse. Yeah. Now, at first when I heard this, I thought, is there any chance he's talking about the Dallas Cowboys? Wouldn't make any sense. But no, he's not. <laughs> like a horse running through the wilderness where he runs into Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> also, how many H's in the word horse? A horse. Should be one. Should be. At 146.06, Bill sets up his hypocrisy for the emergency podcast when Mallory advises him that she's sure Antonio Brown will be a patriot. We both know he's going to be a patriot. Oh, God, no. Bill responds in the negative. Mallory, to her credit, probably the biggest thing that makes me a fan of her, recognizes that that is something that will likely happen and asks Kyle to save the clip. Well, I just want to note that there's almost no chance that Kyle saved the clip. Which, as I said, brings us to the emergency podcast with Bill's dad, 2323 in length. Bill calls up his dad to talk about the fact that crazy Antonio Brown was released as per his plan by the uh, Oakland Raiders. The tampering of the New England Patriots comes to fruition, and they sign him, as dad points out, four minutes and 38 seconds in, about a minute after the release. And because then how quickly, how quickly he signed with the Patriots, by the way. I mean, he was only eligible at 4 o'clock, and the, and the news went out at 4.01. Well, um, so there's a lot of side effects to this. Yes. It does seem, man, it's just got the funk of tampering. We, I mean, God damn, this is bullshit. Oh, I mean, it's so just, irritating. this is nuts. I I, it's, it. it's so clear what He's happened. He's so gloating, too. And I will give Bill a little bit of credit, which I don't like to do, as you know. But I will give him a little bit of credit for recognizing his hypocrisy and basically saying, basically embracing it and saying, you know, yeah, I agree. I, I didn't want him one day ago, but now that he's here, I'm going to look on the bright side. I'm and, a fan. Uh, and I'm a fan. And I'm, he makes and our I hope team better. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. I think he has to do that. And even though it's inconsistent with his prior statements, it is consistent with who he is, which is above all else a fan of the Boston sports teams. And a hypocrite. Well, I mean, <laughs> he is a hypocrite, but it's in service to who he is yeah. as a bigger person. And so I appreciate that. And he recognizes it, which, which I appreciate too. That doesn't stop him from being inconsistent in other aspects of the emergency pod. For instance, uh, at approximately five minutes, he says that Antonio Brown is one of the four best receivers of all time. This guy's one of the best four wide receivers of all time. But not the best in this sport right now. Would you say that uh, he might be the best wide receiver in the league? No, I think he's in the top four or five, though. Bill then, uh, again, is confronted by his dad with tampering. And Bill says... In another logical fallacy, well, it happens all the time in the NBA. Number one, this is not the NBA. This is the NFL. And number two, if all your friends were going to jump off a, a bridge, would that make it right for you to do it? No. Also, he bitches about it all the time in the NBA. He hates it. My favorite part was Bill Simmons' dad doing a great impression of my grandfather. When a professional athlete has a name that is not uh, very common in the same culture as my grandfather, he will bungle it as many ways as you possibly can. Dr. Bill Simmons, in this podcast, on multiple occasions, calls Demarius Thomas, Demetrius Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Brands. Demetrius Thomas. <laughs> it is very clear. Bill never corrects him. And at one point, Kyle, off mic, laughs out loud and says, Demetrius and Demetrius Thomas and Jordan, Demarius. Gordon, excuse me, and <laughs> it's just awesome. Like Bill, who famously now maybe this makes some sense. Bill famously is never corrected by his staff. Yeah. Maybe it's genetic. 
Bill's dad would never take correction because Bill does not make any effort to say, hey, dad, you're saying Demarius fucking Thomas's name wrong. Say it time, right. I thought there was a different player. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> no, it's Demarius Thomas, who is on IR now, suspiciously, for the Patriots, so they didn't have to release him. Demarius Thomas, not Demetrius. Bill uh, recognizes that the Patriots have a history of picking up players with troubled uh, behavioral issues. And he said it's only ever failed to work once. And that was with murderer Aaron Hernandez. It really, the only time it didn't work out was, um, I don't mean to make light of this, but I would say the Aaron Hernandez thing ultimately didn't work out. Then immediately goes to the point where other times it didn't work. Ocho Cinco <laughs> and Hainsworth, uh, Albert Hainsworth. When it doesn't right. work, they just get rid of him. Like Chad Ocho Cinco didn't work. They didn't bring him back. Albert Hainsworth yeah. was on the team for four or five weeks. Didn't work. They got rid of him. That, as far as I can tell, is three times. Yes. I, I don't understand this how. This is one of Bill's favorite pastimes. <laughs> Say something happened once and then name multiple instances of it happening. 1503, Bill, in a oddly, in an oddly self referential moment, points out that he's not sure if the Patriots have ever had a guy as narcissistic as Antonio Brown. I don't really remember the Pats having yeah. a guy who's as much of a narcissist as he is. What do you know about narcissism, <laughs> Bill? It's time for us to cut nuts here on the Bill Simmons Podcast <laughs> podcast. My name is Chris. Brace yourself. And I'm Matt. It didn't make sense when I said it like that. <laughs> I don't think people are expecting us to make sense. Yeah.